Good afternoon, Sally. A big talking travel today. And uh, before we came on, we were actually talking cuisine. We were talking cuisine. We cooked a lovely, or I cooked a lovely yeah. fish curry last night. And I was apologising to Mark for my yellow fingernails because the turmeric just doesn't disappear quickly. Well, you should have apologised <laughs> for bringing none of it in. So, I know. I know. know. It was too nice. There was a bit of rice left over. But that was about all. I haven't had lunch yet. I know. Neither have I, but it's okay. Talking travel coming up in a couple of minutes, Sally. What are we doing this afternoon? Well, I'm going to just give an update, on, obviously, on the coronavirus and travel arrangements, etc., and just talk a little bit about what you should or should not be doing, and then we're going to take a bit of a trip around this lovely country of ours. Sounds pretty good. Just seeing on the top of your notes there, the, the obviously the big thing that is... Can, uh, sort of swept the travel world as well as everybody else is the mm. coronavirus. So what are some of the latest things to watch out for? Well, I mean, it obviously has affected travel, as you can understand, Mark. I mean, mm. pe- people are concerned and they also, though, we don't want people to panic either. Like a lot of people are, are rush cancelling, whereas if you wait until the tour operator, cruise company or airline decides they're not going to proceed, then you'll get a full refund or a credit to use towards another date. Whereas if you choose to cancel early you're going to wear whatever the cancellation fees are. So just be a bit vigilant about what you do. Check with your travel agent. Get your updates about what the company you're travelling with is doing, what what their policy is, etc. before you make any snap decision. That's all I'm saying. Um, as far as the actual virus itself, as we probably all know from the news today, um, South Korea has been added on to both China and Iran now. Italy, they're not doing it because of the fact that we don't get the amount of travellers coming from Italy that we do from, for example... China and South Korea, they're just doing a screening uh, process and just checking and that you might have to self-isolate or self-quarantine if necessary for 14 days. So how does that work generally, Sally? You come over on the aeroplane, you sneeze and we we point the finger at you and we get a screening. What happens? Well, what happens is up to them, depending whether they think you've got the virus or not. I suppose that's a, that's the main yeah. thing. Unless you've been to an infected area, in which case you do have to go into quarantine. Even if you don't have it, you still have to self-quarantine then for 14 days. If you've been, if it's been less than 14 days that you've been in that area. It's almost like quarantine. It's almost like a holiday within a holiday, isn't it? Well, Not a good one. But... Well, I know one of our staff members, she said that she would love it. She's got five kids and she said, oh, put me in quarantine for 14 so I'd be heaven on a stick. It's, like, look, it's, it's either me or the kids. I don't care which way. But look, everyone's doing something different. This is why I'm saying you must keep checking. You just can't assume anything. You have to check with your insurer. Some airlines are saying, yes, we'll charge no fees and we'll let you travel within 12 months. Some tour operators are saying that. Some are saying no by the end of the year. Some are introducing new travel assurance policies. Um, One of them, for example, Windstar Cruises, which are those lovely mastered cruises. What they're doing is um, travellers who cancel a cruise up to 15 days prior to a departure will receive 100% future uh, cruise credit to be used on another Windstar departure within one year of the issue of the date of the credit. So, you know, it's all going to change. So just whatever you, whoever you are travelling with, you need to check. Yeah, and DFAT, don't forget DFAT. If you get onto that, that's where your daily updates are, are on the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade on a daily basis. You'll be quite proud, Sally, because last week you canvassed some of that information, mm. particularly the don't cancel now, but yes. wait and at least yeah. check. Somebody was talking to me about that this morning. They've got a holiday coming up. I said, yep. no, don't just run and cancel. Make sure you check because mm. you mm. might you might not. If they cancel, then that's going to be on them more than you. But if you're booking, obviously, if you had booked to go into China or Japan, well, yeah. naturally, of course, you're not going to be travelling. Mm. But there's certain other areas mm. where you can still travel 
to safely within our own country, the Pacific region, New Zealand, Antarctica. What better time if you're always thinking of the Arctic or the Antarctic? Hey, There's not many people down there. Isn't well, the Antarctic particular. So, you know, think of that. But also think of our own country. And I just picked up one. It was one, one thing I was looking at recently, like 20 lovely destinations to go to. I think I know it was Lonely Planet or someone put it out. But one of them, they said, was the Bay of Fires on Tasmania's northeastern coast, which is beautiful. And it got its name from the um, original Aboriginal campfires that were spotted by the British seafarers as they were sailing around the Tasmanian coastline. But also it could be called that because it's got beautiful orange lichen-covered boulders all along the beach. It's quite a beautiful beach. But even forgetting the Bay of Fires, Tasmania, is you've heard me you know, wax mm. lyrical before, it's such a beautiful state to go to. So always consider that you've got so much to do in our own backyard. And you go down there and it's lush and it's gorgeous and you've got 2,000-year-old trees, you've got Tasmanian devils. Um, some people still believe that the tiger might be hiding away there somewhere, the thylacine, <laughs> but there's lots of outdoor adventures. There's cruises around the island. You've got Bruni Island, you've got King Island, all the other little islands. The amount of waterways, national parks, it, it's just gorgeous. So, you know... Our own country is just as good as anywhere else. We're still sticking kind of on the water now because we are. But we're going under the sea. Yes. Now, the first underwater hotel in Australia is now open. So sleeping just on a pontoon in the reef, that's old hat now. You can actually stay underwater, sleep with the fishies with your own floor-to-ceiling view. And it's like a giant screen, they say, with rolling footage of sea creatures swimming in the shifting light. So these, are, they've got two reef suites. It's a brand new $10 million, 540 square metre reef world pontoon, which is at Hardy Reef, 40 nautical miles from uh, Early Beach in Queensland. And they've also got 12 reef sleep swags on the top deck if you would prefer to sleep under the stars. So there's still a bit of everything. I reckon this would be OK as long as you're not someone that gets a bit claustrophobic. Yes, I guess so. But I mean, they say it's fantastic. I mean, obviously, you've got a big glass window so you can see what's happening. It's air conditioned. It's four metres below the main deck, uh, accessible, obviously, via stairs. And you've got a glass panel in the floor as well. So you can watch creatures swimming beneath as well as along your window, if you like, with floor, same floor-to-ceiling windows. I reckon the creatures are watching you. They could be. <laughs> but they say that in the daylight, the room's just bathed in this blue glow of water because you know the colour of the water up there is just pristine. Mm. And you have schools of all these bait fish and the yellow-tailed fusiliers. And at night, they say, they have these... Um, you can tr- control lights. They have these lights that draw the sea life towards the glass at night time. Oh, so, that's tricky stuff. Yeah, yeah, and so you get giant trevallies coming up and even that giant Queensland grouper, you know, oh wow. You imagine see, having that come right up to your window there. there. Have you ever seen one of those? The really huge ones? Not up close. Oh my God. They uh, We went on a Captain Cook cruise around up there once and at a certain point it came up, it was, it was a regular visitor and come up. It was nearly the length of the ship. <laughs> I mean, it was huge. And there was another one when we went to Port Douglas used to come up to be fed. At the, at the marina there, a regular one that just got used to it. And it would be kids everywhere, you know, taking photos of this incredible creature. They get to a massive size, absolutely massive. Um, now, can people see inside? Yes, if there were snorkelers down there, they could. So close the electric blinds if you're concerned. 
I think you've kind of answered the other question. So, <laughs> so if, like, you, you've the, got it. Yeah. The, so, how to get there? They have a vessel departs daily to that pontoon, and the fare of that will be included in your overnight rate. And, and as I said, it's a daily journey from Ely Beach, and it stops to pick up day trippers along the way from Daydream Island and Hamilton Island. Um, obviously, you can fly into Hamilton Island if you're flying, or if you're driving, of course, you park your car at Ely Beach. Um, it's about two hours from Hamilton through the Whit Sunday Passage, and about three hours from uh, Ely. So the boat leaves early and gets back late. So you need to factor in probably a night's accommodation either side of that because it's you know it makes it a long day if you're going to do it just for the day trip. But if you're wanting to stay overnight or one or two nights, that's up to you. And of course, then you can just still do your snorkeling, your diving, you know, whatever you want to do while you're up there. There's guided tours you can do as well with snorkeling. So it's just fantastic. I just think it's just wonderful that we've got something like that now. While we've still got our reef, of course, um, if it's not going to get bleached away with you know, global warming. But, you know, the moment, and mills and drinks are included in this package. Drinks and canopies are a must, as you can imagine, watching the sun go down. And then, yeah, they have a really lovely, lovely night and then a lovely breakfast, waking up to your normal lovely brekkie in the morning overlooking that beautiful barrier reef. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. A couple of nights on the reef and, most importantly, the electric blinds for the underwater, <laughs> Sally. <laughs> I know. And look... <laughs> Just to mention, we were just talking earlier off air, look, because of what's happened with this coronavirus, we have a lot of cruise vessels have come down here relocated uh, because they're not cruising around Asia anymore. So here's an opportunity to travel on vessels that normally don't ever come down here. And there's some beautiful vessels have come down here. And they're basing themselves all around Australian coastline. So you can actually, if you're in Perth or even you happen to be flying over that way, you can do little short three- and four-day cruises that call in at Albany and, and um, Margaret River region and out of Adelaide, you know, around Canada. Grew Island, which desperately needs us to spend our money. Money, their cruise ships are going back there now, and obviously out of Melbourne and out of Sydney. So we've got and Brisbane. So you've got lots of opportunities to travel on these lovely vessels that are now basing themselves down here in the interim until they relocate somewhere else. Yeah, see, it's not all bad news. Some big hot deals, Sally. What? Where are we starting today? We have, and I just thought we'd let our listeners know there's still a lot of availability on some lovely Australian escorted rail itineraries. And, I mean, that's a, a fantastic way to travel. The groups are kept to 30 passengers or less with these. Once the GAN, Ultimate Outback Fully Escorted Rail Journey, you get two nights aboard the GAN, travelling from Adelaide to Darwin in gold service, and you have off-train experiences along the way. Um, you have a night in Adelaide at the Pullman, you have a two-course dinner, and then, you, of course, at the other end, you've got three nights at the Ridges, Darwin Central, including breakfast, Darwin City Sites, um, a sunset buffet dinner cruise and a full-day tour to Litchfield National Park. Really fantastic mm. itinerary and you've got departures from May through to September and that starts at under $3,700 per person or there's one in Queensland. So, you know, on the uh, you go the Spirit of the Outback from Brisbane to Longreach which would be fantastic. And you have five nights at the Longreach Motor Inn with a welcome barbecue. You go to the Qantas Founders Museum, of course, and the Guided Jets Tour, Sunset Cruise with Dinner and Show. You go to Strathmore Station, the Australian Stockman Hall of Fame. You go to a Stockman Show. You have a Sunset Tour and Dinner. You go to Winton. You go to Ilfracombe, to another station for a dinner, etc., etc. So that's another great one from May through to October. And you're escaping the cold weather. Yes, <laughs> 3,500, that is. Or you 
you've got, of course, the Indian Pacific Ultimate Nullarbor and Kangaroo Island Adventure. So you've got two nights on the Indian Pacific from Perth to Adelaide, um, a McLaren Vale uh, wine and dine experience, two nights at the McCure Kangaroo Island, including breakfast, a lovely tour to where all the beautiful seals are there on Kangaroo Island, and Flinders Chase National Park, a night at the Pullman in Adelaide, and a farewell dinner. Now, that's just one departure in September. It's a special one-off, and it's just under $3,500 as well. But other than those, Mark, we've got lots mm. of lovely uh, extended packages that have been going through to the end of March now doing the whole Kimberley region, if you're interested in that. Such a beautiful part of our country. Even some discounted rates at that wonderful El Questro homestead. Um, Lady Elliot Island, they've got some fabulous packages up there now. Eco Escapes, either three-night or um, stay five-pay-four packages. Uh, and you go up there now, from now until August, you've got the manta ray migration. You can swim with all the manta rays, which would be fantastic. And then between June and October, you get the migrating humpback whales as well. So if you wanted to go up there, how fabulous would it be to just include all that? It's your accommodation, buffet dinner, breakfast, and they include a return scenic flight from either Bundaberg or Harvey Bay to get you there as well. So that's fantastic. And they start from around about 900 for three nights and about just under 1200 for the five-night package as well. And travel close to home, we're staying that. And even Windstar Cruises, that beautiful company, Mastered Vessels, they're coming down here as well. And they've got a range of lovely discounted sailings around Australia and New Zealand on sale to 14 March. And in Fiji, we've also got discounts there that have been extended to the end of March. And that's um, book your seven or or 11-night Endeavour cruise around the beautiful uh, islands of Fiji, and you're getting three nights free. So that's good as well. And if you're celebrating an anniversary this year, Blue Lagoon Cruises in Fiji are celebrating 70 years of cruising around those beautiful islands, and they're giving you a special... um, uh, um, on board package is what I'm trying to say a candlelit dinner for two on a beautiful secluded beach, a gift of commemorative champagne flutes, French sparkling wine on arrival, a celebration cake on your anniversary, for your anniversary and this is um, between now or 1 April and 31 December so long as you're celebrating an anniversary on board during that time so a four-night and seven-night cruises are available on that as well. So, look, there's lots of lovely things still happening out there as well, even though I know we've been concerned, as I said to you, but there is still plenty that you can see and do in our own wonderful region. In one way, that has sort of forced us to focus on a lot of stuff that's happening locally. And, I mean, yes. there's a ton of stuff there you could have read for another hour on all of oh, the things that are yes. just in Australia alone and our immediate region. Yeah, and the Pacific region, as I've mentioned off-air to you, you know, too, Mark, there's still mm. lots happening there, lots of lovely discounted holidays to the Cook Islands, to Tahiti, New Zealand, Vanuatu, you know, so... Plenty in our own backyard or close to it. So That sounds pretty good. As always, a fantastic talking travel with our travel expert, Sally Lucas. Thank you as always. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>